Okay, what's going on guys? Welcome to The Moneymaker Show, uh, where we interview all walks of life about their income and their money streams. Uh, we are your hosts, I'm Zane Atwood, and this is... And I'm Austin Wright. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to be hosting, or we're going to be um, interviewing Celeste Atwood, uh, my wife, um, about her business that she got started recently. So Celeste, tell us briefly, what is your moneymaker? Um, well, I have a couple of different sources of income. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main one that we talked about um, mm-hmm. today was I have a art account that's run through Instagram mm-hmm. and I paint um, people's wedding bouquets with their last name and then the um, my audience is mostly geared towards um, couples of the LDS church cool. so I, I paint the temple that they were married in. Oh very cool. That's awesome. How did you get started in that? Um, so my brother was getting married, well, actually, I guess I started sketching temple pieces before then, but my brother was getting married, and so I thought I'd draw him a big one, and my first couple of pieces were done with Sharpie pen and a uh, colored pencil, which looking back on makes me cringe so hard, like they were, <laughs> they were so bad, um, but eventually I transitioned over to watercolor, just because I really liked the way um, that watercolor looked, and... So yeah, I I did one for my brother, and at his wedding reception it was displayed, and a lady came up to me and was like, wow, that is so cool. Do you know who did that? And I was like, yeah, I I did it. She was like, no way. I would love to get one from you. And so I did her piece, which I'm actually in the process of redoing right now because I did her piece in my old style, and I just wanted to show her my appreciation for her being pretty much my first paid customer. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm redoing your piece. So that's that's kind of how that got started. Um, after a while, I just started an Instagram page for it, and now pretty much every single order I get is from people that I don't know that have just seen me through Instagram. So your main way of finding people is online now through social media. Yep, a lot of people have um, have have asked me like, oh, have you, well, have you tried Etsy or um, different? platforms you know to sell my pieces on mm-hmm. Facebook etc but honestly I just stay so busy with Instagram that I'm kind of scared to open an Etsy yeah. shop because it's not something that can be easily duplicated I can't really hire someone to be my assistant because you know it's it's like other people's handwriting you know you can't mimic somebody else's handwriting right. somebody else can't mimic my style so it's really just something that I have to do on my own pretty much mm-hmm. um so I just run it through Instagram because as of right now, that's all I can handle. Okay. So at, at the beginning, what was it like? Like, were you always as busy as you currently are? And, no. and what, what sort of volume do you push on a regular basis? Um, I'd say I get about anywhere between one to three orders a week. Okay. Um, it just depends. I don't finish them in that week. Usually I have a pretty big um, queue lined up sure. um, of pieces that I'm working on. Uh, but yeah, when I first started, I mean, I didn't really have that many followers. Like anytime I got a new follower, I'd freak out. I'd get so <laughs> excited. Yeah. And now I, I just don't really care about that anymore. That I mean, I'm very happy that new people are finding my page sure. and, and following me, but it's not as, I don't want to say as exciting as it once was. It's not as rare as it once was. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, I definitely wasn't always as busy. It's definitely something that's that I've worked up towards 
Um, I see a lot of new artists on Instagram and I get to watch their businesses grow and sometimes people reach out to me and ask um, how do you gain a following or how do you make your page look cohesive um, which is so sweet to me because I'm like oh my gosh like I'm not a role model I'm just a person that does this but um, I also teach watercolor workshops occasionally and I was introducing myself to the class and I was like yeah I run LDS Temple Art and some girl went, oh, that's you? And I was like, you know who I am? Like, that was, it was just so weird to Famous me. Famous in your community. Yeah. So. Are you starting to, like, branch out of the community? Like, are you getting people wanting your... Things your that aren't LDS related? Or more so, like, outside of, like, this area. Oh, like outside of Rexburg, Idaho? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, my followers are from everywhere. Okay. So. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. But then as far as pieces of artwork that are besides what your normal clientele is, have you branched out very much of that? Yeah, I don't really post too much about it on my mm -hmm. Instagram because I think um, one of the causes of my success is being geared toward one product in particular. It's sure. kind of like my signature. But I do have other people reach out occasionally and yeah. ask, um, hey, would you paint a picture of my home? Or hey, would you paint... Sure. Um, a bouquet for me, just a bouquet, or just things like that, yeah. or sometimes faceless portraits, but all of my work is custom, I don't really do any yeah. prints or anything like that, so pretty much anything that I do sell other than my temple art is because people have come to me personally and they want something different. Sure, they want your hand painting, whatever it is. Yeah. Cool. So tell us, Celeste, what have been one of like your biggest successes or biggest failures? Tell us about what those were like going through. <laughs> So. <laughs> I mean, I, I, right, so like I'm, I'm married to her and I get to watch her paint all these and I get to see he gets to watch my all the ups and downs that go along with it. So one lady ordered, I think like four or five, it was four, temple pieces mm -hmm. um, for Christmas. Uh -huh. She ordered them back in May and so I thought, okay, sweet, I don't have to get to them till Christmas. So I just continued on all of my other work. Mm -hmm. um, pretty much up until December when I started her pieces because she didn't need them until yeah. then. And um, with the COVID pandemic mm -hmm. and just all the mail being slow, um, I did pay for expedited shipping, but the pieces didn't get to her on time for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I felt so bad. And it was definitely poor planning on my part um, with a combination of just how things are right now in the world. Um, sure. But I just felt so awful because she ordered them all the way back in May. She did her part to make sure that they could get to her on time. So right. after that, I pretty much, um, I ended up offering to do her piece because she ordered some pieces for her kids. I ended up offering to do her piece for free just because I felt so bad. And um, I just wanted to show her that, you know, I am trying to be better and that I, I am new to this. Like people will say I'm a professional, but I'm not a professional. I'm just a girl that likes to paint and mm -hmm. I'm just giving a go at this. So. Cause how long have you been doing it for? Um, I first started drawing the temple pieces with um, colored pencil when I first started dating Zane actually. So that was August of 2019, mm -hmm. I believe. So. Okay. You're coming up on two years this summer, I guess, huh? Yep. Nice. Okay, so you told us about one of your biggest failures. Now tell us about one of your biggest successes or, or something oh, yeah. that you were really proud of or, or a landmark or some, some sort of achievement that you have enjoyed. Yeah. 
Um, well, one of them was when I was teaching that workshop, and that girl actually one. knew who I was. Oh, no, yes. no, not my mm-hmm. first workshop. But that girl knew who I was. That was cool. Um, I mean, occasionally I've reached out to some Instagram um, LDS influencers, mm-hmm. and um, they've agreed to like sponsor my piece pretty promote. much. Yeah, promote mm-hmm. my piece. That's um, awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, that's been kind of cool to hear back from them. Um, but honestly, just just sticking with it, you know, and being mm-hmm. able to look back and see where I've come from and, and what I am now. Like, never in a million years. I mean, if you asked me, even if I was 18, would you ever want to be an artist? I would never think of that, ever. Mm-hmm. But it was just something that kind of developed over time, and now it's just one of my jobs, one of the things that I do. Yeah. Cool. And tell us what one of your biggest fears was when you first got started. Um, that people wouldn't like my art. Okay. I was so worried that somebody would buy a piece, receive it, and look at it and think, oh man, did I really just spend however much money I did on that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I'm definitely someone that really likes to be reassured. So I guess... Um, it's true. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I would want to ask people like, do you like it? Do you mm-hmm. want to change anything on it? Um, but yeah, one of my biggest fears was that it just wouldn't go anywhere, that my Instagram account wouldn't really get out there, and that I wouldn't, it, it wouldn't really be worth my time, I guess, and that nobody would want to follow me, or nobody would actually even order from me. Um, and just kind of letting myself down through that, not even anybody else, but just kind of feeling like, oh, man, I couldn't do it and it didn't work out but sure mm-hmm. so what gave you the courage to like keep going mm, a lot of things but in part Zane um, he's always been a very supportive husband and he's always made me feel like I can do anything <laughs> he's always <laughs> motivated me and encouraged me so so um, I just lost my train of thought but you you asked her what kept her going, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with that, I know sometimes like it was hard for you as far as charging people. <laughs> Tell us how you kind of worked through that, and, and what sort of uh, like income it currently brings you and and uh, subsequently me, right? This is my passive income, <laughs> what she does. <laughs> um, t- yeah, so tell us about the numbers and the money and, and how how that um, goes for you. Do you want me to go into exact numbers? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that. Or, or averages, too. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think I used to charge about 35 for a large painting. Uh-huh. And how long would one of those take you? Like eight hours. So you're not making any money there at Correct. all, really. Correct. Yeah. Um, but I was just so scared to charge um, anything more. Uh-huh. One of my first jobs, actually, was um, I used to teach piano lessons. Okay. And... I first started charging $10 per piano lesson, and they were okay. each 30 minutes. So, I mean, $20 an hour, that, that's that's still pretty good, especially for a 15-year-old. Right. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, uh, if I was 15 and making 20 bucks an hour, I'd be happy as could yeah. be, right? Yeah, and I loved, I loved teaching piano. Mm-hmm. And after a while, um, think well, as I was getting older, I think maybe I was 17, and I was getting ready to... Um, I was thinking about moving out, you know, and going to college. And right, getting ready for that. I always had a goal to um, 
to go to Africa and mm-hmm. so I worked my butt off to be able to afford that that's actually still a big motivator for me that mm-hmm. I really want to go to Africa again um, sure. with my husband and so what was I saying yeah so I thought maybe maybe I could charge $25 for the hour then each lesson would have to be twelve fifty because I, I used to teach like siblings so two at mm-hmm. a time and that idea was just terrifying for me <laughs> and my whole family was like Celeste these people are adults like they have money yeah, if, right. if they want their kids to be learning piano then what 25 for four weeks for a month so that's a hundred dollars a month for their kid to learn piano of course they're gonna do that right you know um so yeah it took my family encouraging me to understand the value of my work sure and um and so yeah finally i i was so scared like i just had to rip off the band-aid and Mm -hmm. my family helped me pretty much write out a text to my piano students parents Mm -hmm. just saying hey with the new year i think it was at the beginning of 2017 or something like that but hey with the new year i'm going to be um updating my prices to 12.50 per lesson and after i sent it i like threw my phone i didn't want to see it (laughs) and i was like i don't i'm so sorry they're gonna cancel they're gonna quit like they're never gonna come again and i don't even think she replied but at the next piano lesson she paid me 25 without saying anything and i was like did i just do that i can't believe i just raised my prices and she's okay (laughs) so i think she understood the value of you know what i was teaching your kids so when i bet the more you do it like more experience you have you can charge more yeah. sure now. Yeah. oh she does a really good job of teaching mm-hmm. my kids piano like yeah of course i could i could charge i could yeah. pay a little bit more yeah and so i guess just kind of coming to the understanding that you know people do have money and if they want to pay for things then they'll pay for things you know and yeah. if they don't have the money then they won't buy it and that's sure. not that's not really my my issue so i guess i kind of had to adapt the same mindset when i was raising my prices for the temples which i've done maybe three or four times mm-hmm. and a lot of it has um come from um just encouragement from my family from zane's family <laughs> especially zane's family mm-hmm. um zane's family doesn't have i love them to death they don't have a stitch of creativity oh, some of us do or, it in well yeah aspects. yeah in laws <laughs> I, no, nobody in my family is particularly good at putting a paintbrush to a paper. They're not necessarily good artists. So I think they're especially impressed, whereas my family, they're all pretty artistic, so they're like, okay. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is Zane's family often tells me that I don't charge enough for my business. Because <laughs> what do you charge right now for a typical painting? Um, I charge... Well, my really big paintings are 18 mm-hmm. by 24. Show, show us inches. the ones that you have here and what they would cost. Okay. Um, my really big paintings, 18 by 24, I charge... Um, 125 for mm-hmm. um, my my smaller paintings that are um, this size, which is a 12 by 18. It's an unfinished piece, obviously, but it's a 12 by 18. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, it's an 11 by 15. Um, for these, I charge 70 dollars. Sure. Um, the other thing too, though, that you have to keep in mind is that my um, production time has pretty much cut in half. Like I can finish a piece in two three hours. If I just sit down to it, I don't. I don't ever really. I would say my attention span isn't the greatest, so I don't ever really <laughs> sit down and do a piece mm-hmm. all at once. 
I'll work on a piece and I'll get bored, so I'll change to a different piece. So I'll be painting for hours at a time. If I sat down and did one piece at a time, I probably could finish it within two or three hours, but um, it just depends. So, um, so yeah, my price is doubled, but my time is cut in half. The thing is, um, I also don't want to charge so much that it's not accessible because a lot of my customers are newly married couples. Sure. And I get how that is. I'm, I mean, we're fairly <laughs> newly married sure. and, um, I'm super cheap. I don't like spending money. And, <laughs> um, if I do spend money, it's on something that I really, I really like and I really want. So I don't want it to be so steep that people feel like they can't afford it, but mm -hmm. I, I want it to be accessible accessible and but i also want it to be worth my time yeah you know and and worth my material cost and just really all of the research that i put into each piece mm -hmm. you know i'm always learning how to paint new flowers and mix new colors and yeah awesome. so are you planning on growing this business at all or are you just kind of good where you're at right now Personally, I'm good where I'm at right now, mm -hmm. just because I like to do other jobs as well that I don't like if it's, I don't like if it's too overwhelming for me. I would be fine with getting more followers and, um, yeah, I'm getting my name out there and I guess I'd be fine painting more pieces, but I mean, kind of at the point where I'm at is, is pretty good. Mm -hmm. I like it right now. That's awesome. It's, it's been fun to watch, you know, like. This, this is something that Celeste has. It's just a normal hobby, right? She started off just kind of liking painting in the afternoon or whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, when she gets home from a long day of a stressful work, work day or whatever, she says, Zane, like, I just want to paint. And I'm like, paint all you want. You know, you're making money for, for the both of us. You know, like, yeah. I'm never going to tell you not to paint. And so it's, it's really cool to see, you know, something that you enjoy as a hobby be something that yeah. is a pretty awesome, you know, I'm, um, yeah. income stream. I'm going to be painting anyway. Yeah. So if I can paint and get paid for it, that's that's pretty <laughs> nice. Um, I also really like knowing what to paint. I don't really like, mm -hmm. like if I sit down with a blank paper and I don't have something that I have to paint, I just, I, I'm just not interested. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but if I see a bouquet that I have to paint and model it after something, I like that. I mean, I'm the same with a lot of things. Like if I go to a restaurant and I'm trying to decide between two things, I just say, Zane, <laughs> what, so what should I get? Should I get a hamburger or should I get the chicken tenders? Yeah. Just tell me. Yeah, I don't even care. Just way. tell me. Yeah. yeah. And so I like kind of being told what to paint. Cool. So I do enjoy, I don't think I would paint half as much, even a quarter as much um, as I do. Yeah. If I didn't have what I was supposed to paint right there. Cool. Well, I think, Two, two main questions left for you. One is on, so you, you're telling us about how much you charge. How many paintings would you say you put out a month? And so how much money does that make you on a month on average? I know you're not doing it just for the money, right? But this is something that you enjoy doing and we'd like to know how much, you know. That's hard to say because I really do think it fluctuates during the month. Mm -hmm. Wedding season is coming up, so I've been pretty busy. Uh -huh. Christmas um, time, you're super busy. Christmas time, I'm super busy. Um... A lot of people do ask me too when I'm really busy, do you ever hate painting? Like, do you ever dread your work? <laughs> I don't. And uh -huh. sometimes I'm not in the mood to paint, so I just don't paint. That's it. Like, but usually mm -hmm. I'm in the mood to paint like 20 minutes later, so okay. I'll paint. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, let's see, maybe around Christmas time if I do like two a week, so 
Get out the calculator. Yeah, I'm not good at math That's in my fine. head. Go ahead. So let's say I my my most common piece that I sell is medium eleven by fifteen. Mm -hmm. So let's say I did like ten in a month, and then I did two or three large ones. Mm -hmm. I have a couple of really really big twenty two by thirty pieces right mm -hmm. now that are one seventy five. So. So about a thousand two hundred a month, cool. somewhere around there. Nice. Very cool. And you probably don't spend like up to forty hours. Like it's just kind of a really no. small like side. Yeah, thing. it's just a side thing that I can do whenever I have time and whenever I want to. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Very cool. That's pretty good. Now, if if you could go back and tell yourself, you know, on that first painting that you did, or that first uh, when you did it with colored pencils or whatever, yeah. If you could go back and tell yourself. Um, one piece of advice, or if you could tell somebody else who's thinking about starting a small art boutique as well, what would be one piece of advice that you would give anybody just starting out? Um, well, one thing that I really worry about is I don't want people to look at my page and my piece. I'm talking about early artists or, mm -hmm. or people that have a new beginning. I don't want them to ever look at my work and think, dang it, I wish I could do that. Or like, I wish I was like that. I, I think that it's so easy to compare ourselves to other people mm -hmm. and, um, and just wish that we were in somebody else's shoes. Um, but that's never, ever, ever going to happen. You're never going to magically be in someone else's shoes. Mm -hmm. You just need to be in your own and do what you can with what you have. And you need to find what you're good at and focus on that. And I mean, I tell this to my artist students um, and uh, the, the people that are in my workshops. Art is like handwriting. We all learn to write the same exact way, but everybody's handwriting is different. Mm -hmm. And you cannot duplicate somebody else's handwriting. I was actually telling this to my art students last week, there are these two sisters that are so fun. And I told them that. She said, no, I can replicate your handwriting. And I was like, okay, let me write something down for you. And I don't have the best handwriting, but I, I wrote down, hi, my name is Celeste. And um, she got her piece of paper and wrote next to it, hi, my name is Celeste, looked nothing like it. And then she said, okay, let me try this again. She took it over to the window, mm -hmm. put it against mm -hmm. the light, put a paper so she could literally trace <laughs> She's tracing it. it. She traced it, and it still looked nothing like my handwriting. Yeah. Because it it doesn't matter. You cannot duplicate somebody else's style. Right. Um. So I guess just be proud of your own style because it's your very own. Nobody nobody can replicate it. Um. And you can't replicate somebody else's. So don't focus on being just like everybody else's art piece or just like anybody else in, in any matter of the term. You cannot duplicate another person. So just be your own. Do the best with what you can. Cool. And find what you're good at and, and highlight on that. Awesome. And I bet that would help a lot too because when people are buying your paintings, they're buying for your paintings. Mm -hmm. Like... They, it, there's something special about what you've created yeah. and so if yeah. you're being unique then yeah. that's where the, the value comes in yeah 
I, people have asked me too, aren't you worried about having art students or teaching watercolor workshops? Like, what if someone's, what if you're going to train <laughs> someone to take over your job? I won't ever. That's impossible. <laughs> I have my own touch and um, I would love to be able to c encourage someone to start their own little art business. Um, but yeah, it's not really something that I worry about because no matter what, it's always going to be your own. Cool. Very cool. Well, thanks for sharing that with us. Um, why don't you share with everybody your Instagram handle? Because that's where your main business is, right? So that way if anybody wants to, they can follow you. Sure. Um, it's on Instagram at LDS Temple Art, and then there's an underscore right after it. At the end so, of it. Yeah. Cool. And then we'll, I think we can post a link to that on YouTube. So we'll, we'll try and put a link in there too, so that way people can just click on that and see it. Sure. And um, for people that aren't LDS, um, mm -hmm. And if you're interested in a piece of mine, please feel free to reach out to me. And I always paint wedding bouquets. Um, I just did a piece that was just a bouquet, and I love that just mm -hmm. as much. So, Or even home paintings. But the main thing that I capitalize and advertise for is just because I kind of want um, LDS temples to be my signature, but I'm also happy to do any other paintings. Very cool. Awesome. Well, I think that's it for today. I mean, yeah. Tune in next week, I guess. Thank you. <laughs> cool.